Hello, wrestling fans. This is Quint Charisma. Hey, that's me. And I'm along with Jeremiah Plunkett today. Yellow again, everybody. Jeremiah Plunkett and Quentin Charisma. By golly, we are smack dab along ringside and ready to go with another big week of the Territorial Wrestling Review Podcast. Oh, yeah, Quentin. What's going on, JP? Oh, uh, man, another week in paradise. Hope you're doing as good as well. Fat, lazy, and ugly as usual. There we go. All way to be. <laughs> We got a good episode this time. Oh, yeah. That was, bar. I told you, man, it's a barn burner. <laughs> yeah, and, and you weren't lying. We get some returns. We get to see a, a whole lot of house show footage. And I got chicked out of it, so I'm happy. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's go on and get this started. This is um, this is our 19th show. Rockin' and rollin'. Hey! <laughs> So, uh, this is the CWA Memphis TV show. It's the May 9th, 1987 Evansville feed, so that means it was taped in Memphis on May the 2nd, 1987. Uh, as always, these are old tapes we watch on YouTube. Um, they recorded on VHS back then, because pretty much Betamax by 87 was pretty much... It was still around, but a lot of people weren't using it. And people's recording skills really sucked back then. And uh, I guess they didn't think 30-something years later there'd be two idiots watching them and talking <laughs> about them either. <laughs> you mean they weren't thinking about us back in the day? Oh, come on. Yeah, I don't think when the guy put the tape in the VCR back in 87 was thinking thinking about this. Going So so basically we get no opening. Like, as soon as it starts, it like a, two seconds of music and then it cuts to... Um, <clears throat> To Lance and Dave at the desk. Lance with a short greeting. Um, Dave uh, starts off today's lineup. He's uh, he says he's got Stretcher Jack Hart and Chick Dom in the opening match. Um, tag team title match. Uh, where the titles will be on the line. We have Steve Kern and Mark Starr defending against Pat Tanaka and Paul Diamond with Bruno. And Lance cuts him off and says, Kern was hurt earlier in the week in Florida and wasn't there yet. He wasn't at the studio. Uh, so then, then he says, Rocky Johnson and Soul Train Jones later in the show. And then Lance cuts Dave back off again with <laughs> the Lawler versus Idol Cage match. Uh, footage will be shown later. Then Lance mentions the tag match again. And there's, I put, I got it, I put on here. Then Lance just kind of sat there or I think Lance got lost. <laughs> Because <laughs> he mentioned that tag match that had already been mentioned. And then uh, he kind of kind of looked for a minute. And then Dave, I let him take because you see, Dave looked like he tried to hold a laugh in because he could tell Lance lost his spot. <laughs> Dave was kind of like smirking over there. And um, so basically, they, um, <laughs> um, he uh, basically winds it up. Uh, the uh, I put a note here. I guess the mercenaries were, were a half a week and not they didn't even get a one and done it looked like. <laughs> they got no. they got two shows and done cuz they dropped the straps. Um Yeah, they were not long for this world. Now, they brought them in first week on TV is the international tag champions and this week they're not even be nowhere to be seen and they said we and there's already another tag match where somebody else has those belts. So they didn't last long. So they cut to break. They come back with Lance's studio, and Word Up starts playing. <laughs> I still can't get into that. 
No, I'm the same. But the people seem like they're start. I guess they finally realize it's Jarrett, so they're you know it's popping. But it, it's something about it just it don't match. We see him coming out to it. Uh, did you notice that when he first come out, that one kid jumps up and just like almost tackles him? Yeah. I was like, what yeah, the crap? Man. I thought Jeff was gonna fall down. <laughs> Yeah, he, that kid was happy to see him some Jeff Jarrett. I know. I was like, what the crap? <laughs> yeah, he just jumps up and runs, just like grab bear hugs him. I was like, I was like, man. <laughs> and that was a young Quentin Charisma. Hey, look out. <laughs> no, it wasn't. I was, how old was I this time? 87, so I don't want any no smart remark here either. I would have been... Uh, fifteen. So that was not me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I would have been not even one yet. So you've just been a gleam in your daddy's eye. <laughs> no, 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 I was born. Oh, where are you? That's right. That's right. Okay. <laughs> October eighty-six, but I, I was not very old. <laughs> you know, yeah, you were still uh, burping and puking. So yeah, yeah, not much has changed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, so Word Up starts playing. Jeff comes out. He's in street clothes. One, the kid about tackles. <laughs> he gets <laughs> he gets over to uh, uh, to uh, Lance. Uh, we're gonna talk about this big match coming up. This is the uh, crap big match Monday night. Okay, yeah, big match coming up Monday night in Memphis at the Coliseum. So as soon as he said that, I'm gonna go and I guess I'll talk about. It. In, when we go to the match, as soon as they said that, I figured, okay, that's um, whatever fix to talk about is only going to happen in Memphis. But it's it's gonna, and for them not to edit it out, so this is going to be good. So, in which they had, so it it all made sense why they didn't edit it out, just being a you know a Memphis only match. Um, I put on there. Um, Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Should have been able. It would have been generic. Uh, if it was going to be going around the loop, it that would have been a generic interview. But he talks about Monday night call Sam. Uh, talks about Lawler winning the Southern Belt two weeks ago from Idol, and how the uh, the Southern champ is always the number one contender to the world champ. Um, he says Lawler's out with a concussion from Idol and Rich. Now put note kind of a bad placement since. We haven't seen what happened yet. Uh, I said also probably the first time that someone has been hurt with a concussion in eighty around eighty seven. Okay, nowadays wrestling, you know, concussion is it? But it, I mean, look at me. You know, I said you hadn't you hadn't watched as much wrestling. I had you know because you were like I said you were four months or whatever old. Okay, but looking back, stuff you watched in the past. How many times have you? Uh, seen a hurt an injury angle, and they said they're out with a concussion. Oh, I mean to be to be honest, uh, not until after the Attitude Era, and maybe even a little bit after that, that there was word ever mentioned. Yeah, it's always uh, if you were hurt, they said it was a uh, like a leg, a shoulder, knee. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But you never heard of a, say somebody said a concussion. So like, like I said, looking back just from memory, this is the first time. I can never remember somebody doing it and saying they were out with a concussion. Okay, that's just a little side note. I just because I, I was like, hold on a second, you know. And uh, <clears throat> uh, let's see. 
So he's out with injury. Had to, uh, so Law had to give his title shot. Um, so basically, they were the AWA was going to pull Bachwinkle from coming from Memphis. Um, basically, Jerry Lawler um, wanted to give the, the shot to Jeff Jarrett. Uh, basically, talked to AWA commissioner, president. What was that? What was Stanley Blackburn commissioner? Oh uh, yeah, commissioner Stanley Blackburn. Yeah, so to give Jeff the thing. Um, so finally they agreed to give the match to Jarrett. Um, and then Lance, I put on here Lance kind of buries Jeff a little bit. <laughs> yeah, you, I think Lance was trying to tell the, like, really emphasize the underdog yeah, story. But, yeah, but. But it, it flat out says, I don't, uh, people aren't going to bet on you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, I know you're doing the underdog, Lance, but come on, man. You, you kind of buried a little bit. <laughs> But he said that, uh, well, I put on here, it said, uh, Lance says, nobody's putting money on Jeff winning. <laughs> then Jeff says, <laughs> he's, Jeff says, I'm the only one in the building that think I can, I can beat him. And then says, the ref or even you, Lance, are not going to put money on me winning. <laughs> and then Lance doesn't, doesn't say a word. <laughs> he didn't say, he, he just sat there, it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> going bad <laughs> I think it started out with you know him he was trying to make it be the underdog and then it he could tell it was going sideways and then further it went and then Jeff didn't help by saying even you Lance ain't putting money on me and I think Lance was just like oh crap I gotta save this somehow it's going it's getting bad <laughs> and then he, I guess all, he just threw up the Rocky thing without thinking <laughs> it's like yeah, you did? that's a movie dude <laughs> He should have said he should have said like the um, sixty nine Jets or something, you know. You know they went. Nobody thought they was gonna beat the Baltimore Colts in the Super Bowl, you know. But, but instead, he I, you tell he was scrambling for something and just Rocky Balboa. <laughs> uh, anyway, it, 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 it did go off the rails a, a bit, but I mean it was one of the most succinct Jeff Jarrett promos. Uh, I never felt like he talked in circles. That was and his best did, one so far. Yeah. yeah, and he didn't stumble over himself. And I mean, he made the best he could do, you know, with with Lance bearing him. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he, he covered it on the fly, and he did a decent job, I think. Yeah, that was probably was his best one. Yeah, because he didn't stutter, stumble, and yeah, that was probably his best one uh, that he's did so far. And um, so Jeff leaves uh, the. Uh, Cut to the ring and with the graphic, it says Hart and Donovan, Polly against Nation and Jameson. Music hits. They hit Chick's music. <laughs> this kind of let me down, but I realized why well, they did quick, it. The, it. They're heels, but the women went crazy. Yeah, they 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 get a pop. They, Chick's getting a pop, man. <laughs> yeah, like. He could turn babyface in an instant. Yeah, because he was getting—he's getting a pop for his little his little <laughs> Chippendale thing. Because if you notice, a lot of that crowd I know, especially on the on the like, if you're looking at from the hard camera um, to the left, so when they do that shot in the ring where they're shooting across, you can see that whole left side. It's full of kids and moms. So you know, like yep. the moms are just like, woo, they're just you know. 
And so, you know, they brought their kids down to wrestle on Saturday morning, and they're, they're getting to see Chicky Baby. <laughs> so, okay, we're going to lock it in the awesome spot. Okay, music hits. Um, they come to the ring really fast. Um, Hart is uh, yelling at Lance about stumping, stumping something. Chick hops up in the ring and starts to shimmy a little bit, shake his hips. Then he stops and just start, starts taking off his stuff. And I'm like, this sucks. I'm like, what? You know, I was like, did they tell him not to do it? And then I realized they're mad. So he gets all stuff. Hart gets him an apron. And then um, Chick jumps Jameson. Um, Polly's on the mic complaining about Jeff Jarrett getting the world title shot. Um, they beat on Jameson. No wrestling this week. Like last week was a wrestling clinic. This week they just beat on them. They were supposed to be mad. Yeah, absolutely no wrestling. No, I mean, until the finish, really, I can't think of yeah. more than two other wrestling moves. Yeah. But it made sense, though, because uh, they were mad about the Jarrett getting the shot. Yeah, no, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, that's why that's it made sense. Alex, I didn't like it because they didn't get to the dance and they didn't wrestle, but they were, if they went in there and just worked a regular match, it would look stupid. They're supposed to be hot and mad, you know. So it all makes sense. It's, you know, why it's the whole thing of doing it you know yeah um yeah the 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 uh <laughs> i put on here <laughs> i said uh chick takes jameson over and tag and takes chick uh, jameson's arm and tags in nation <laughs> and he grabs nations and flips him over over the top rope into the ring <laughs> yeah, like, they were, uh, they he's like, waiting for you they're just getting on you hot man he was, he, he looked, because he's so tall, when he flipped him over, it just looks like, it does like, it looked really weird him coming, he was so tall, and his legs come flying over, but yeah, they just, and then he beat on him, and they, though, let's see, what was the finish, uh, I got it on here somewhere. It, it is literally a kick, and off, spinning neck breaker. Okay, yeah. So, that was the finish, uh. like I said, totally different match from last week, they go over to Lance for the interview, they're mad. Hart starts talking first. He's complaining about Jeff. It caused the international belt, intercontinental belt. Did you see that? Absolutely, I did. <laughs> he got the intercontinental. Then he corrected himself. <laughs> he called the intercontinental belt first. <laughs> he said the international belt. Um, then Hart is. Then um, Chick starts to say something. And Hart pushes it. Did you notice he pushed his hand away? He's like, I ain't done. <laughs> and then he looks. He's still yelling, and he grabs Lance. And, he, and, and not just like put his hand on Lance, yeah. he grabbed Lance up. Yeah, he really, I'm thinking, I know this is all part, you know, this is what is supposed to happen, but I think probably Lance is back to us, you know, you know, grab me, be stern. I think he went a little overboard because here in a little second, I'm, I'm pointing something out. I'm pretty sure you called it too. Uh, he's grabbing, he's, he's just jerking Lance really stiff. And, uh, then Red Hill Lance is firing up. Yeah, he's you can tell that he's a little he's he, I'm pretty sure he told me about, you know, be you know aggressive, but I think he got a little I think he got too aggressive and I think it made Lance mad. Um because uh Hells comes out. He him and, and Hells get into a shouting match. He calls ask, ask he asked Hart asked Randy Hells uh if he's Eddie Marlin's messenger boy. And then he asks, he said, take this message back to Eddie Marlin. He punches him. Punches Ernie Hills, uh, chick, and Chick starts kicking him. Uh, then all of a sudden, did you see, then Lance comes and grabs 
Hart by the Jack Hart by the hair and just with two hands grabs his hair and yanks him off from him. Yeah, it was awesome. Like that, I, I was waiting for Lance to rear back and throw like the best working punch ever. And you know, I think that that's I was, I think that's why I think Lance was really mad because I think he like I said, I'm pretty sure in the back he told me you know just you know grab me you know but be a little aggressive but I think he really got, I think he was you know too was too much with Lance and I think it made Lance mad because I've never seen Lance grab somebody by the hair like it and pull them off I've seen you know try to push them back or you know off of people through the years I've never seen some him grab somebody by the hair of their head and he pulled him off. And I was like, could you, could you imagine the reaction if Lance just started firing up on a heel, though? Oh, that crowd would have lost it. They would have went ape crap. I mean, they were already getting, they were, they were hot. And, um, but yeah, I was, when he, I saw him grab that hair, I said, yeah, Lance is really mad because he's, um, I've never seen, you know, he really pulled, he pulled him off big time. Uh, let's see. Okay, blah, blah, blah. Um, Okay, well, I lost my spot. I need to start marking when I when I stop talking. Well, I mean, when I stop reading and start talking. Uh, uh, Lance pulls him out, and they, and they get more on Randy until Jeff Jarrett comes out to make a save. Yeah, okay, yeah. Then Jeff comes in and just starts back and forth, back and forth on for a good 20 seconds and has him reeling. And I, I, was, if, if, I think for a minute I was like, okay, I got to cut him off here first, you know, because I was like, he's done hit him like 10 times each, you know. Usually they yeah. don't cut them off by now, um, and I was like, because I was, and I think that's what I was like. They should have cut him, you know. Then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, man, Dundee comes, Bill Dundee comes running in, and he just cold cocks Chick Donovan. Did you? Oh yeah, <laughs> he, he was a he was a flying bullet. Oh my gosh! Out of nowhere, and that crowd erupted. They were already going crazy, but they. Cause he see last time Bill Dundee was there, he was a heel in '86. You know, in that big heel run he had, you know, back during the whole Bill and Buddy show, and then the Bill the breakup of the Bill and Buddy show, and then he was, you know, then he left and went to uh, Crockett. You know, um, so last time he was there, he was heel, and nobody knew he was there. You know, so he comes yeah, running it was, in. Uh, it, it was a heck of a return. Yeah, and. And I like the way they did it because, because if he would have walked out, they'd be like, "Oh no!" Because he was such a big, he was such a strong heel there last time, you know. But him just coming out like a bullet, he didn't have time people to second guess. Because I mean, before they even knew it, he was out there, he was already just knocking the stew out of chick, you know. So they already knew, "Oh crap, Dundee's here. He's baby facing," you know. And uh, so they get him rocking and everything, and uh. uh did Hales get color? I kept trying to look because he kept holding his head. If he did, he didn't get a good job. Well, yeah. Well, thing is, though, he didn't need to because they didn't. It was mostly because they never hit him in the head with the chair. They were they were just hitting him in like the ribs, you know. Yeah. When they grabbed the chair, and most of it was just kicking and stuff after the few punches, you know. Um. So if he did, if he did get it, it, it wouldn't have been good if he would have got a gusher because he didn't really take a lot of head shots. So. Uh, but man, yeah, the crowd's going nuts, and man, um, they chased the heels back through the uh, heel curtain into the back of the the heel door of the of the studio. Um, 
Lance goes over and starts checking on Randy. Dave just stood there the whole time, didn't move. <laughs> Did you notice that? Well, yeah, but I mean, they've already played into this deal. I guess it's real that Lance and Dave, or sorry, Lance and Randy had a really special relationship. Oh, yeah, yeah. But it just kind of seemed funny, though. Dave just sitting there at the very end. Dave steps down like he's going to help, and Lance looks up, and he goes, Go to break? Okay. He goes, all right, we're going we're gonna to cut to break. <laughs> it's like, and then he sends her, and he's like, I want to go there and check on him, too. You know, <laughs> it's just kind of like, it's just like, I do not come off this podium here. <laughs> if I come off this podium, bad things going to happen to y'all. <laughs> you know? Yeah, just, if he has to mush his hair. Yeah. <laughs> if, you, if, my hair, if my hair, you make my hair move, we, you in trouble, you know? But it's... But the thing is, that's what that's like. Uh, you know, last month when he piped up and was like, uh, you know, he, he got hot that day. You know, <clears throat> remember? But the, was it the cake? Yeah. yeah. So I mean, so when it's got to be something really, really for him to to show. You know, show emotion and stuff. Which later on he did when Lance left and he was the main, you know, main guy. So he pretty much, but uh, he made it look. I guess he. He let, you know, the emphasis on Lance's authority, I guess. You know, I, I don't know. But anyway. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, they cut to the break. They come back uh, from the break, and it got, cuts to the Evansville Wednesday, May 13th, 1987, uh, Call Sim show card. Uh, Lance is already sitting there, and he starts off with a Lanceism. Did you, uh, it was a long one, too. Did you, uh, I, I didn't write it down. It's, uh, he goes, uh, the Coliseum's gonna be, be in for some kind of shaking. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, so I rewind, I was like, okay, and yeah, I said, the Coliseum's gonna, gonna be in for some kind of shaking Wednesday night. And, um, he intros Dundee, he comes in, talks about Bigelow not coming back, kind of buries Bigelow, uh, for no showing. Um, so, because he said, we don't, and what he, he said, uh, I think it was something, he's like, uh, Bilo, you didn't, you know, you didn't, you're, you didn't show up, we don't need you anyway, so he kind of, you know, he's like, and he says, you got your head tattoos, that shows you're stupid, or something like that, so he, he, he tried to bury Bigelow for, um, no showing after, uh, from, not coming back from Japan, um, so uh, he talks about he's got um, uh, he's got somebody that's big, agile, it's Bam Bam, but bigger arms. He said, my old tag team partner, Rocky Johnson, comes in. Uh, Rocky comes in, he's hot and, talk, and starts talking about being humiliated on TV by Paulie. And did, did you see what his weight is this, this week? 275. Yeah. <laughs> Rocky Johnson's trimmed down another five. He, he's a... <laughs> He makes sure he throws that weight in there every week, don't he? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's real, real particular about his fighting weight. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so basically, but I didn't like, see. Here's the thing: they, well, I guess, well, they didn't really go into detail. He just said it being humiliated. So I guess that's okay where they had it at. Uh, so <laughs> yeah, it kills me about the the weight thing every week. He's he's adamant. It don't matter if he's doing a, a casual interview or. A, or fired up when he throws the weight. <laughs> he's not. The weight's got to be in there, no matter what, you know. 
Yeah, he's definitely very proud of it. Yep. All right, so, oh, me. They go to uh, cut from break, back to the studio. Lance and Dave at the desk. Lance says, Kern is still, hasn't showed. Um, so then they cut. <laughs> this must be this there. Okay, we got to kill time. Um, so they go to the Midnight Rockers video. And I put, yes, the same one. <laughs> yeah, it's not, no added spots or, or anything. Same video, Rocking After Midnight. I, I, did, I zoned out while it played because I've already seen it two times. Yeah. Well, see, this time I was like, i got to find something on this to talk about. So they've showed it three times. And something I didn't account that still kind of yeah, stood out to me on this was, um, do you know that, uh, oh, crap, what's his name? The Russian guy. Boris, oh, God. Okay, Boris Zukov in the, yeah. the clip. You know, it's Boris Zukov did the match instead of Sheik Adnan Al KC in that match. Why wouldn't the manager do the job instead of the the, the talent? You know, the worker of the the wrestler of not they're all workers, but the the wrestler of the of the duo. Why they let him make him do the job instead of the manager? Man, listen, Adnan's too over in that town. But he, he's his top. He's I'm, I'm making stuff. I know, up, but dude, I'm saying I he's and he's at the time he was. Um, <laughs> Sheik Adnan's top heel, you know, in his stable. <laughs> I don't know. I just work here, folks. <laughs> but it's kind of odd to me. But then again, it was AWA, you know, toward the end, you know, from 80, basically end of 86, 87 on, it was, there was a lot of good talent, but it just, nobody driving the, the ship, you know? Oh, Vern was thinking that, you know, I mean, Adnan was a shooter, man. So it's not believable that these guys beat beat a shooter. They got to beat the big muscle head. Yeah, I don't know, but yeah. Anyway, so yeah, I guess that's what it was. Because yeah, I mean, like that, you know, was, there's a lot of talent. Still, you know, everybody saw the dying days. There was still there was talent, but they just, you know, I said the booking was just just horrific. All right, so um, they come back from the. Uh, the uh, the video <laughs> that we didn't see like every week. Uh, Lance starts talking about the mercenaries losing to Steve Kern and Mark Starr, and they cut to the clip of the match from the Mid South Coliseum. So that was Monday night. So that means they were on TV Saturday with the belts. Most like they 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 might have had a Sunday show. Sometimes they did, sometimes they didn't. So if they didn't, that means. Monday night they lost, they come in and two days later they lost their they lost the belts. <laughs> you know it's the transitional champions that everybody looks down on. <laughs> and I put on here I put um this match was all highlights it was really clipped up uh, and all the highlights were of uh, Kern and Star their shine uh, some they cut any kind of heat from the mercenaries they buried the mercenaries bad on this you notice that they didn't show them with anything well I mean just from the shine uh, I could tell they couldn't hang so it's very possible they didn't do anything that looked good um cause Mark Starr and was, Steve Kern were all over the mercenaries well Star, I mean Kern I, you know, he I, I knew he was gonna be stiff with them but 
I didn't, Mark Starr was being stiff with him. I was shocked on that. Yeah, and did you did you catch the inadvertent dropkick moonsault by Mark Starr? Yeah, yes, that's awesome. But yeah, and um, yeah, this whole thing was just yeah they yeah whoever brought them in um, probably got a butt chewing by the office because those guys was not good. They was not ready for. And they had him with Paul Lee, too. That's what's really funny. <laughs> yeah, and then Mark Starr comes in for the hot tag, so I guess they put the, uh, a short heat on, on Steve Kern. Yeah. Mark Starr comes in for a hot tag, and like the mercenaries can't keep up with the bumping feet. No. Uh-uh. It, it, it's a bump and blow up. Yeah. And you notice their mask. Look at their mask kept sliding up like they were going to um, fall off. They kept having to pull their mask down. I guess yeah. their, their heads were too fat for their mask, I guess. <laughs> Glad we didn't see very uh, very many highlights. Hey, that slingshot splash for the finish by Mark Starr, though. I thought he's gonna die. I did too. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, was, it was a slingshot nosedive. It, I thought he was gonna die. Oh, and you know, he came over and uh, yeah, he came straight down. I was like, oh yeah. I was like, man, that was gonna be rough. <laughs> yeah, and, but man, he, you know, he was he was you know he had good. You know, decent body. He was really lanky still because he's, you know, he's a tall guy. Um, yeah, so that match was just, oof. Uh, so they cut, after that, they cut the break. Um, I get, yeah. That's all they show. Then they cut the break. They go to Lance with the Evansville card. He gives the whole card run down. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, he plugs a spot show on May 15th. In Friday, May fifteenth, in uh, Hoptown, Hopkinsville, Kentucky, at the Western Kentucky Fairgrounds, um, this is what don't make sense to me. Um, it was later on the show. Well, it'll the reason I say it don't make no sense because later in the show, it, it what happens? It makes this card not make any sense. The first match is Tojo against Allen West. Second match is Big Bubba and Goliath versus. Uh, Shima and Hilo, which they call the Battle of the Brutes. It's Hill versus Hill. Third match is Paul Dine, Pat Tanaka versus Mark Starr and Billy Travis for the international tag titles. So we know right now Steve Kern is gone from the promotion. I was going to look up and see if he um, if he was booked in Florida during this time, if or if he actually this when he when he officially quit and went to do real estate. So it might be. But I, I forgot to look my at my results because I got a bunch of Florida results and stuff I can I need to go back and look um fourth match is Chick Donovan Jack Hart versus uh Jeff Jarrett and Soul Train Jones and then in the main event it's Austin Idol and Tommy Rich versus Bill Dundee and Rocky Johnson and then they cut the break um what do you think about this card uh tag match heavy for one um, yeah. an, inter- an interesting heel-heel battle on second that I would, I'd be interested to see. Uh, Billy Travis stuck out like a sore thumb because uh, <laughs> I think they released the full card before they yeah, exactly. shot, shot the angle. Yeah. Uh, and then just... Tojo working, yeah. Tojo working a singles match. Yeah, well, some, somebody's got to teach Alan West how to work. <laughs> Or beat them up trying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, it, it's it, it's more saying like that that was Tojo's job. 
know, at that time, let's get back and teach you guys how to work. Well, yeah, because um, my thing is... Uh, it, and if anybody needed it, it was Alan West. And I think this is them, like, we've put some stock behind Alan West. Yeah. And they're trying to just squeeze a little bit of return on investment on this guy. Yeah. I'm thinking they put him in there, too, you know, to, to learn. And he needs to go back to his basics. And Tojo will keep the match basic as it can be. And because obviously he skipped a lot of his, he didn't learn his basics. You know what I'm saying? He, he's, uh, that's why they put him there. Cause his Tojo can, he'll, he'll show him to, you know, it'll help. Yeah, yeah. Tojo, you're going to be hip tossing body slamming and that's it. Yeah. He's going to slow him and really slow pace yourself. Cause that's one of his, like one of his problems too. He's trying to go too fast. Yeah. Just cause, yeah. just cause you got Marty, Marty Gennady and Shawn Michaels, uh, gimmick on, you, you you can't try to work like them yet, you know. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you absolutely can be the slow rocker. You know, you can be the fog hat of a group. There you go. <laughs> but yeah, so that's the reason. Uh, yeah, I didn't think about it. when you say that that you know they put him there with Tojo to, to you know, yeah, the, you're you hit that. That's 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 dead on on that one. So they cut back to the uh, studio and. Um, International Tag Team title match on the graphics. Steve Kern and Mark Starr gets Paul Diamond, Pat Tanaka with Bruno. Uh, Starr comes out, goes straight over to the desk. And um, <laughs> this is rough. Hey, uh, yeah. I'll let you let you talk about this one. What you, what you, what you, <laughs> what you thought about all this? So, Mark, we're trying to get sympathy behind Mark Starr. Steve Kern's hurt, and he's not going to be there for the match. But Mark's, you know, Mark's like, you know, he made me promise, you know, don't just hand them that belt. So, so I'm going to take them both on. All right. <laughs> and that was all well and good until he started saying, "They don't have to beat." Uh, excuse me. I don't have to beat them. They have to beat me. So right off the bat, he, he's you know, you know, he could do a time limit draw. Um, he technically get DQ'd. That wouldn't be very babyface of him. And the more he cut the promo, the more I'm thinking, well, maybe he isn't a babyface because he kept talking about how he's better than them, how there's no way they can beat him. And I'm like, hey, you really don't want to say that when, especially as we find out later, when you're going to lose. Yeah, but it's funny because he, yeah, he, first thing he says, y'all don't have to beat me. And then he's like, yeah, they do. If they want the, if they're going to win the belts, they got to beat you, dude. You know? And he goes, y'all don't have to beat me. <laughs> then he corrected himself. And, but, uh, yeah, he, you see, like I, like I said a couple weeks ago, you know, he worked in Florida. Um, you know, he'd come up through the Malenko School with his brother Chris. You know, they did the whole Florida independence. And then uh, they got on with, you know, Florida Championship Wrestling and everything. Uh, never got any mic time. So this is actually the first time he's actually got to talk on TV. And, you know, it's live TV on top of that. So, um, he has no, he, he has no, no, he doesn't know how to talk at all. He's, you know, and I'm thinking it's, and it being on live too, I think it's, it's, he's trying too hard and it's just, it, that whole talking was a mess, you know? Yeah, he, he came off like the heel. I mean, granted, it's Memphis and they're going to love him because... You know, they're told to love him. Like yeah. It was very, it was way simpler back then. Yeah. But he came off as a cocky, arrogant heel. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, yeah, it was, it was, like I said, he, he, and, you know, Memphis always heard they say, all right, go out there and give us two minutes of, of this. And they just give you like a one, one or two words. 
so and like I said, he's never talked before on the mic, and so you know it it it's um one of those trial by fire gimmicks. You know, it's just he and I, he tried his best. You know, like I said, he's never he's been working for four you know gosh four years by now, but never been on the mic. You know, on TV. So yeah, in in the ring, he's very talented, and we see a lot of it in this match. Um, by the way, Paul Diamond got himself uh, some new tights. That's what I was going to say. Got some camo tights. I was going to put Paul that Diamond on there. Look, look good as he breaks away from the commando gimmick. Yeah, I, put it, I said, uh, I said, Paul Diamond's got some new camo tights. Bruno's wearing a new um, plastic Pittsburgh Pirates baseball helmet. It's uh, yellow with the black bill. I said, I put it on there. I said he must have he must have went to Opperland on his day off and won it on the Guess Your Speed pitch uh, game they got out there. At Opryland, because I actually won one of those one time there. <laughs> what, the, the Pittsburgh helmet? No, I, you got to pick your team, but you oh, okay. you get three you got you got three pitches. They they had it Opryland. It was there forever, and over in the games section, you had three pitches, and on the last one you get to guess your speed. And if you get it right, you win a helmet, the uh, plastic baseball helmet, and. Um, and I, that's like it's the only time that's the only place I knew you could get one because <laughs> you can't go. They didn't sell them in the stores around, you know. Um, I guess you know. I, I just it was supposed to be a joke. Never mind. Boop. <laughs> you just, just kill my kill my joke there, man. Come on. But anyway, so <laughs> they just like got over like a fart in church, didn't it? Yeah. Well. So okay. Uh, where's my I lost my place big time now. <laughs> All right, cause they go in the ring and um, let's see. I remember, I put on here. Mark Starr started out. He he um did some really good wrestling. Um, just see. Uh, yeah, just really fundamental stuff too. Really yeah, just basic baby, baby stuff, baby face. You know. Really. Until he hits a drop kick on Tanaka that kills him. I put on here. I put. I said everything was going good, and um. Tonka and Star was working. Then the tackle dropped down. And as, as uh, tackle dropped down, feet up for a drop kick. I said, Tonka was coming in so fast off the ropes. He was already at Star when he went to jump. So he like just just drop kicked him like it was it was it was crazy. He got yeah, every bit of extension from Star's leg just went through Pat Tanaka's body. Man, but it was low too. It wasn't like you know, it looked like maybe lower chest, maybe. Yeah. I mean, but gosh, because he came in, he was so, that's the thing, man, he was so fast. And I thought about it, and I was like, they should have worked a lot together in Florida for championship wrestling. And then I remembered, I don't think, I don't think they did, because I think Pat come up here, actually, I think he went and did, because he refed in Florida a lot. And then he went and did some jobs in Carolina for Crockett. Then he came in '86, and I don't think Star. I don't think he started until sometime '86 with Florida Championship Wrestling. So they probably never worked. Yeah. Uh, he, he ate him alive on that one. No, it was yeah, because he got man. He was coming so fast, and Star got up there, and yeah, and it was timing was oh man. Yeah, he, the crowd was going nuts yes, for Star. I mean, yes. standing up, jumping up and down. Uh, yeah, there were a couple near falls early on, and they thought he had it. And he gets a barrage going, and he, he goes for a big monkey flip. 
And then Bruno brings the batting helmet in. And Bru- did you notice Bruno miss up uh, was late? Oh, very late. He had to throw it at him. And look at he yeah. hit him. Yeah, Bruno missed. He was late on the the the. Yeah, he fit in and he came up for the monkey flip. He came running up. And Bruno was still running around and jumps up there and like lunges out. And I was like, he's never gonna hit him. And he threw it, and I was like, man, that would have Bruno would have. He probably got fired if if he would have missed. Because he's, I mean, they're really toning him down a lot, you know? You can tell yeah. Paul Lee's pretty much taking over the top spot as a manager. But, but yeah, I, I don't know. what if, Was he ever getting hit with the crowd or something? He, I mean, he was all over the ring, so I don't know what he was doing. Um, but I know when they were going into that spot, uh, he was in the babyface corner yeah. when that started. So he ran halfway across the ring I know. just to get there. And he got there, and that speaks to the speed of Bruno. Yeah. Um, but we get heat after that. They get him out on the floor, and, and Bruno breaks the batting helmet. Yeah, hits him with the uh, helmet and shatters it. <laughs> yeah, just hit, and then hits him with a broken piece. Yeah. And, and, and him and Tanaka just kind of brutalize Star on the uh, floor for a little bit. Uh, back in, Diamond hits a nasty-looking gourd buster. Yeah. Uh, they hit a, let's see, Star hits a double clothesline, starts cleaning house. Hold on. Uh, yeah. Okay, that's right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. He ducked. Didn't he duck it and come back with it? Yeah, duck it, double, give it a double, and then Did, he's didn't, they do a du- didn't they do a duck it, double crossbody during the shine? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I thought, was, okay, I thought there was two uh, double uh, duck, then a double sump. Okay, that's okay. Yeah, and then uh, uh, let's see. He goes for a spot. It looks like uh, I got Diamond sliding out of the way and Star just to the floor. Yeah. Uh, Bruno cheap shots him, and Tanaka gives him a nasty DDT on the floor. Yeah, yeah. Uh, rolling back in, and then Diamond does the the uh, old school Memphis. This is my finish uh, after I've cheated. Elbow drop for the pin. Yeah, one, two, three. Okay, this is what was was bad. I thought. Did you notice right at the one, two, three? Did you see Star? He just shot up. Absolutely, jumped right up to his feet and started complaining to the referee. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just got he just, he just got took a DDT on the floor. On the, and, and, yeah, in '87, I mean, you know, he got his butt chewed out when he Had got to us. Man, he just because that's Pat's been beating everybody with the DDT inside the ring. He just took DDT Pat's like his DDT on the floor, and he pops right up after the pin. I was like, what? Yeah, and, and how many years? It wasn't very many years before that that Jake legit knocks out Steamboat on the floor. Um, the same year, wasn't it? It may have been. I think it was 87, wasn't it? And it just. And I believe that was on Pat. No, it wasn't because. No, they didn't. The Steamboat got knocked out. Yeah, it wasn't the Pat. No, it was no Pat. But still. Yeah, so, I mean, it kills the DDT, kills Tanaka's DDT. Yeah, it kills. So, uh, I'm sure in that aftermatch beatdown, old primetime was a little stiff. I mean, I was like, what the crap? Yeah, it's like, this. it just, not only did he kill the DDT, uh, anything on the floor, you, you ain't going to be doing, be able to do anything on the floor for a couple weeks. Yeah. Which, it, which, it, uh, which, which, I was wrong about that too, because <laughs> we'll see that in about 30 minutes. Um, yeah, and it, it, it shocked me that he, that he did that. Uh, we get Diamond hooking for a pile driver, but out comes a fire of Billy Travis for the save. Yeah, and you notice he pops back up again. Yep. And fights him off. I'm like, dude, 
It's he's Superman. It's like he just killed. I'm like, oh, you know, man. If Jarrett was there, if Jerry Jarrett's there, you know Lawler, Lawler, Lawler's not there because he's in hiding because he got a a, bur a crew cut. <laughs> so he's hiding from everybody in Memphis. If he want to see his crew cut, Freddie can't pick up no junior high girls with a crew cut or something. <laughs> but um. <clears throat> But it's, uh, I, I slipped out. Sorry about that. <clears throat> but, um, yeah, I mean, he, yeah, when, when uh, Travis comes there and starts fighting him off, he, he just pops back up again and fights him off. And I'm just like, what the crap, man? You know, it just, it, and I'll tell you right now, I know he didn't learn that in Florida because I've been watching uh, buttloads of Florida and, and, you know, Malenko didn't teach him that. You know? Yeah. I just don't. Yeah. Somebody got in his head about staying strong or something. It was. They, yeah, it, and I think. It, he, it was an odd choice. And I think, I think they, somebody said, told him, go out there, don't, you know, be strong in the, during the shine, you know, in the smash, don't die. And I think he, being as green, didn't realize they just meant during the shine, you know, don't, don't die in the shine, keep it, you know. And I think he, misunderstood or something because yeah i mean that that was just awful i mean 87 in memphis anything on the floor here i mean a lot of times that was i mean that's an angle where you're hurt you know it, yeah. it, it just oh my gosh i just couldn't believe it you know but yeah he, he just he killed that whole thing he just that was awful and and you know how much sympathy he would have got even i mean he, he they, they were going nuts for him. That had been so much sympathy. He just got DT'd on the floor, lost his belts, you know. It, 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 he he really, he hurt himself by it, you know. Yeah, no, absolutely. It, I just, I don't know. So I cut the break. I come back with Lance at the desk. Um, he starts talking about um, Lawler versus Idol uh, in the cage in Memphis, and he throws it, uh, he, uh, Throws it to the clips, the highlights of it. Now this, I got. I was thinking this is probably in the top five all-time events that happened in Memphis. Um, you know, you got. Let's see what you got. Uh, what was it? The um, uh, Billy Wicks versus Spud McMurroe kind of like match at the um, baseball field back yeah. in the fifties. Um, Al Green uh, beating uh, Jackie Fargo in Miss South Coliseum shaved his head and shaved it bald Lawler you know he shaved his he shaved his head bald Jackie Fargo did at the you know when he was the top money man in Memphis not a crew cut you know uh, third was had to be this, you know, Lawler, Lawler losing, getting his head shaved, you know. Uh, fourth was Law, uh, probably the breakaway, and fifth was Lawler breaking his leg and being out for a year, you know. So that's in the top. I think it's in the top five. What, of, what do you mean the breakaway? Oh, the um, Goulas and Jerry Jet split. I, uh, I don't hear Andy Kaufman on that list. The thing is, though, Kaufman didn't never have. They never had a sellout from it. That's surprising. Yeah, um, 
Yeah, look at the um, because I I tell you, man, Scott uh, Scott Bowden did a really good podcast one day about this because um, and it, and Andy wasn't there every week either. I didn't know that. Um, yeah, he was just coming and going and stuff, so he never had a you know it was a full run, but it wasn't a. There were times where he wouldn't come. You know, he would he'd be gone for a while. Um, and then he'd show back up for a little bit, you know what I'm saying? That year. Yeah. Uh, so it, from, I'm pretty sure he said they, they never sold out. So. Insane for the pop culture meaning of that match. Yeah. That it would never sell out. Yeah. It, um, cause see, it didn't get, it got more hype, um, after the, um, the, what you call it? The um, Letterman Letterman gimmick. So, but yeah, from I heard it never sold out. Cause, you know, sell it's ten thousand something. So it never. I'm, it drew good, but from what I remember, it never sold out. So it's, you know, it. The only reason why I say the the split um, is it. It was a super show. Yeah, his first show. Yeah, and that's how yeah it, it, and it didn't sell out either. Because they did you did you hear the ticket prices? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. twenty five dollar golden circle in nineteen seventy seven. That's yeah. I mean, good gosh, that's crazy. But still, though, they still had what was it eight thousand, seven thousand something? Yeah. Like that? I mean, it's still a monster house, and with all with those prices, but you know, uh, but just the whole thing of of him getting to you know run the Coliseum and and that whole split it just. The whole overall significance of thing. That's why I put it in that top five. I said Andy Kaufman's probably six. You know, and it's like Lawler winning the world, the AWA world title wasn't even a sellout. You know, this right here, the cage match was Lawler beating Henning for the AWA world title. It wasn't a sellout. That's what's crazy, ain't it? Yeah, that is wild, and I wonder how much the gate guarantee. Uh, actually, the people that actually thought, "Hey, maybe we'll get to see the show for free." Everybody in the building did. Everybody, in the, everybody in that building bought a ticket because hardly anybody was smart in Memphis at that time, and nobody didn't think Lawler's gonna lose his hair in a cage. There's no way. Hadn't seen Tommy Rich in a month, so and. The only person that's climbed over a cage in Memphis was what, Joe LaDuke, and I think maybe Savage. They're both gone. So, nope, you ain't going to see anybody climbing over that cage. And this is a whole new cage, yeah. too. Think yeah. Hell in a Cell without a root. Yeah, it's tall. It's not the old, old chicken wire with the wood frame anymore. It, it's a double layer cage. So, and, and they've got about, I'd say, six to ten feet from the ring to work with. Yeah, yeah. It's. Uh, so it encompasses the entire ringside. It's a it's a spectacle to behold. Yeah, so there's nobody in that. Everybody in that thing thought they was going to see a free show tonight. That night, you know. So, but as we see, they did not because, as you mentioned, Tommy Rich, he's out from under the ring where he had been all night with a six pack of beer and a bucket of chicken and a little bit of a uh, little toot to go with it. Oh, I'm sure. See, you have to, you have to stay awake for the show somehow. Exactly. After you drink a six-pack and everything, and after a while you get a little tired and everything, you get a little toot 
right before the um, right before the match, wake you up. But yeah, they they yeah. they cut. Because when your cue hits, you've got to be fired up. Exactly. That's all that wildfire. So he, uh, <laughs> so they cut to when they cut to the clip and how it goes straight to where Rich is climbing off from under the ring just right then. Uh, Idol's down. He's coming up. Lawler's kind of down. They're all look like they've had a look like a ref bump. Refs down. So everybody's still kind of looking like they're getting up. Um, yeah, Rich comes in, just gloms him, pile drives him. And the thing is, though, Calhoun, I didn't, but I guess because I was, and I guess that's why they did it like this. Um, I didn't realize Calhoun was down the whole time because I was watching all the the craziness going on. Yeah. But I rewound it. He was down that whole time. Yeah, and I, I mean, this is multiple pile drivers uh, a, a, a posting again. Yeah, they post. You know? Did you notice when they post him? I rewind it several times. When they Rich, I don't. They went Rich let up. So when he hit, he hit like on the inner side of his thigh on Rich's side. So what you, you tell they were protecting him big time. That's another reason why I think he he actually got hurt the first time. Well, I mean, he's only got one more shot at it. So. Yeah. Uh, anyway, and, and Idol finally gets the pinfall, and it's yeah, because that's what because see, I didn't silent heat. See, because that's why I was sitting there, and I was like, and then he covered him, and I was like, hold on, oh crap, they haven't. I was the night just was like, he hadn't covered him yet, and then Calhoun was like, you know, it's still selling. I was like, dang. Calhoun, I was like, oh, he's been down this whole time. Because it was, it was so crazy, you didn't even think about the ref being bumped. And I know anybody else, and there was, it going, was so much craziness going on. I bet it went out, one person in that building was saying, oh, Calhoun's down. Because, I mean, it was just chaotic, man. Yeah, it was just so wild. You absolutely forgot about Cal, Calhoun. And, and it's, it's so crazy as soon as that final three hit, just... Every bit of sound was sucked from that arena. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it, it, was that, it, it wasn't a giant boo or anything. No. It was silent, white hot heat. It was that that sound of you don't want because it's it something bad's fixing to happen. Yeah, it's the calm before the storm. Yeah, um, like the the moments before a riot to where you could probably escape right now, but idle and rich, they didn't. Yeah, yeah, but I was going to add something real fast. They tried to do that spike pile driver on law. Oh, <laughs> that was oh. awful. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it looked dangerous. The timing was just whoa, way off on that. <laughs> oh me, um, we got like five minutes because the flasher just popped up. Um, I'm gonna go in and uh, cut on to a part two of this because we can't finish it in five minutes. Um. So we're gonna we're gonna uh, cut this off and we're gonna boot back up and there'll be a part two. So when you uh, click on the link uh, for the uh, with, on the where the podcast is at, uh, you'll see a part one, part two. So listen to part one first. Uh, but uh, we'll uh, we'll see everybody on on part two. <laughs>